0: Happy Record Store Day. That was two weeks ago now, I think. I don't know. We're not punctual on this podcast. But I'm here with Cody. Cody and I sort of went to Record Store Day together. And we're gonna talk about that. That's true. Yeah. I haven't been to Record Store Day in a few years to like actually line up. I can't I feel like I can't even remember the last time I went to actually line up.
1: Yeah, I think I should have checked what year it was. The last time I went to line up, I went with a friend and we went to one, two, three, four, go in Oakland. Oh, and only thing and it was the one it was like record store day two when they would have them like right before, like in December or November. Oh, the Black or Friday, whatever. one. the Black Friday one. Yeah. Yeah. And I got the. Uh, phil specter christmas record and the good and the but the good the bad and the ugly uh, mm. score by ennio morricone which is really great nice that's what i remember getting so whatever year those came out on record story yeah Canada, it was yeah. the last time i cared enough to line up
0: yeah i went one year with ryan and it was at dimple on arden but i
1: feel like i didn't work there anymore did I go there as well?
0: No, it was just me and him.
1: Okay, yeah.
0: Um, I don't even remember what I got that year. Oh, that's the year I got um, "Rising Tide" by Sunny Day Real Estate. Uh, I picked up a copy and I had it in my hand of the third Coheed and Cambria album, but that's when I was like kind of in my lull with my my uh, fandom of them, so mm-hmm. I put it back. I regret. I just got that album on vinyl, but I regret not buying it back then. Yeah. And something else too. Um, but like other years, I've asked other people to get me things. Like I asked you and Ryan to get me stuff one year. Uh, yeah. Because oh yeah, because it was on it was like on my wedding or it was the day before my wedding or something like that. <laughs> okay, what year was that? 2014. Okay. Or no, 2015. 2014
1: is when I was born. Uh, um. Yeah. Yeah, so the year I'm talking about was probably the year after that or before that or something.
0: And then Um, I feel like maybe 2018, Ryan went for me. I asked Ryan to go, and he picked me up a copy of the Weezer Blue
1: Albums hmm. B-Sides collection thingy. Nice. Yeah. Huh. That's cool. Yeah, I mean... When, it, when this first happened, I thought it was really cool. Yeah. And it was pretty great for the first couple of years. I felt like the focus was more on the actual record stores. I don't remember there being like a ton of exclusives and stuff. Um, there always was. I feel like it's gotten to be a lot more, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Um, um,
0: I feel like, though, the first year we went to R5 and i was more focused on like the all the vendors outside that were selling records because right, i got some cool right, stuff yeah. outside that's right i got right. like that screen printed blood brothers crimes album that's right and i don't know some other cool stuff yeah
1: i remember that that was the first year huh yeah um yeah so i don't know i'm i've got a bit of a love hate yeah relationship with it or i don't know more like a. Okay with kind of indifferent relationship with it. I'm not super passionate one way or the other, but I don't know. It's kind of a. I know it causes like problems at the record plants, like when they're pressing seventy five thousand copies of the Taylor Swift album. Hey, we will not
0: besmirch. I know I'm not Taylor Swift. I'm not. uh,
1: We can say Adele or whatever, (laughs) (laughs) but like sure, sure. You know, they're like I know what you mean though you know they it's it's more uh, beneficial for them to print like thousands of records for a big um corporate label than the small stuff and then yeah it you know, yeah. causes the backups and whatever and uh, i feel like the culture of like needing to get stuff because it's like gonna sell out and then wanting to like flip it or uh resell it for yeah. more money like that's Flippers frustrating.
0: The biggest hang up for me. Like, that shit makes me mad. Yeah. And I, I was sitting outside of Phono Select waiting, uh, and the girl that was sitting next to me uh, was like, Oh, what are you here for? And I said, First, Taylor Swift. And she's like, Oh, are you going to keep it or are you going to sell it? Yeah. I was like, <laughs> No, I'm keeping it. But she's like, Okay, okay, just making sure you're a good person. Yeah. That's good. Because, yeah, that, I don't know, that shit makes me mad. I remember standing outside of R5 one time too, and like the, there was a guy standing in front of me that was talking about all the stuff he was going to buy to just to sell it on eBay or Discogs yeah. or whatever.
1: It's funny that day when I got home, I was adding the stuff that I got from, mm-hmm. uh, from Record Store Day onto Discogs, and a bunch of the stuff was like already selling for like, yeah more than I paid for it and uh, I had bought a copy of that Taylor Swift album to for somebody else mm-hmm. and it was like already like Ridiculous. three times as much as I paid for it or something and then today just because I knew I was doing this and out of mm-hmm. curiosity I went on and all those records are like the same price or cheaper yeah. than I bought them for now so yeah. it's kind of like creates this fake like uh economy of like oh i didn't get this so i have to go on the discogs and buy it yeah Uh, and then it's like not really um you know it's the the prices come down like i was actually bummed because when i bought these records i didn't pay super close attention to the the prices Mm -hmm. of them because i was just Mm -hmm. you know going through grabbing what i wanted and i got in line And then the one of the records I'm going to talk about, it was actually it's a three LP, but it was like 60 bucks, which I don't know if I would have bought Mm -hmm. it if it was Mm -hmm. that much. But I actually really love it. I'm glad I got it. But yeah, on on Discogs, it's selling for like 30 bucks. I'm like, man, (laughs) that's rough. But uh, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, there were a few things that I picked up and
0: I, I looked at the price and I was like, oh, wait, no, never mind. I don't want that that much. Like, Yeah. Kinda, I got the things that I wanted, you know, the stuff that I saw on the list that was like, oh, shit, I'm going to have to go to Record Store Day. Because yeah. that hasn't happened in a while either. Like, the stuff... I think the last time where I was like, I'm either going to need to go or I'm going to have to have somebody pick pick this up is, is the year of my wedding because they were doing a kind of like spitting record. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. But since then, like that Weezer B-Sides thing, like if I didn't get that, I wouldn't have been bummed, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah, this is the first year that a couple things, and I guess I can just say what they are because I'm not going to really talk about them very much. There were two Amanda Shires releases. And yeah. if you need to know about Amanda Shires, you can listen to that episode. But I was <laughs> really excited for them. And those were the mm-hmm. like that was the first thing that has come out in a long time where... I was like, ah, I really want to get these records, and yeah. one of them was like the record store day exclusive, which mm-hmm. I guess that means it's only the one pressing coming out on record store day, not because yeah. then there's some that are what record store day record first, first, yeah. But uh, I was able to get them, so yeah. I was stoked. That's good. I
0: I considered picking up those as well because I had we hadn't talked about it yet, but I did like the playlist a lot. Yeah, but I didn't feel into buying like live stuff. I know it's like good quality live stuff. Yeah, it's like barely live, but yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I would rather own the the albums of those, yeah. which I almost bought the other day. Um, uh, Take it like a man. Mm, nice. Um, they had it at uh, Barnes and Noble that I was at, but the shrink was really loose, and it felt like. Like it had been rewrapped or something. I
1: feel like that happens a lot at Barnes and Noble. I feel yeah. like when you get weird. I mean, I don't. Whenever I'm flipping through, there's always like one or two records where I'm like, "What? Why yeah. is this wrapped like this?"
0: Yeah, and know, it maybe. was. I ended up buying something else because I, I just felt
1: weird about like yeah. buying that and having to return it or something if it was warped or whatever. Yeah, and then they would have just rewrapped it and sold it to the next. That's day. probably what they did. Yeah. So <laughs> we used to do a dimple. Anyway, what's
0: aside from this year, can you think of like some highlights of things you bought or maybe some things that you regret purchasing on uh, Record Store Day?
1: Hmm, man, yeah, I think I uh, my memory is not great. So I th- I think that that Phil Spector and the good good the bad and the ugly mm-hmm. things are, are the things that like pop out the most that I was stoked to get. Because that was, yeah, that was another thing that I, like, went specifically and lined up because I really wanted to get that uh, Phil Spector Christmas album because I have a big, big love for that album. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was also when I was, like, first really getting into, like, you know, film, film scores and stuff. And Mm, yeah that's one of the greats. And it's actually when you sit down and listen to it, it's, like, even better than... I like you know remember from the movie or whatever Mm -hmm. it's just really good last record store day is when they released the there was like a Ramones the box set the box set of their like uh, later albums and Mm -hmm. I wanted to get that um, but I did not I was unable to get it the guy in front of me got the last (sighs) one at Phono select that Um, sucks it was a bummer yeah um, have you yeah. ever looked to see how much it costs now you know i haven't i haven't i should and i'm pretty sure those records all got reissued individually so oh, it, might, yeah. it might be easier just to like buy to them, them all. I, don't, I don't know for yeah. some reason i don't know it's like i give myself a pass on record store day to buy a bunch of records all at once, <laughs> once and i feel guilty for it mm-hmm. other days of the year for some reason which i guess like that's the goal of record store day is to yeah, like make yeah. it feel special and get people to like drop a bunch of cash all at once. Cause it's like a special <laughs> occasion, like a fake holiday kind of thing. But yeah. it's cool if it's like, you know, going to local indie shops and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. That's kind of my favorite part of it. Cause like oftentimes, especially these days, like I'm record shopping at Barnes and Noble or, or online and not, Really
1: supporting a local store. So I like doing that. That's weird. What? Well, like, what? Well, I guess, are you going to Barnes and Noble for something else or like with your family or something? Yeah, so we'll go there okay. just to like dick around. Gotcha. Sometimes. Okay. Cause um, I'm like, well, if you're, if you're gonna make a trip to Barnes and Noble, why not just make a trip to a record store? Oh, but yeah. I get what you're saying.
0: Yeah. Well, cause like, you know, they have all the books and shit for the kids and they have tons of toys. Right, and stuff right.
1: Now, that's what I meant. Like, yeah. You're going with other people. So.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily go just to go. Like, if I wanted a Barnes and Noble exclusive, I would just buy it on on the internet
1: or something. Sure. Um, Which their exclusives are always just like different colors or just, something, just a right? Different color. Like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the I think the Amanda Shires was. Uh, yeah, an exclusive. she she did one. It's it's weird. It's a weird world where like. Mm-hmm because it's like I'm trying to think I guess it's Target and Barnes and Noble right are like the big maybe best buy Best no, buy has I, a best little Best buy has like yeah but not and Walmart is a, supposedly has a pretty good section as well huh. I wonder if either of Best Buy or Walmart have the like exclusive stuff cuz I know Target mm-hmm. sometimes does and
0: I saw a video on TikTok and somebody randomly went to a Walmart after record store day and they had the Taylor Swift record <laughs> there.
1: That's um, weird. For that like
0: doesn't... $20 less than I paid for it. I think what? $15 less than I paid for it. Something like that.
1: Huh.
0: Yeah. It was, how much was that record? I don't remember.
1: I think it was 45. Was it
0: 45? Yeah. Cause the one that she showed on, on
1: her TikTok was 32. Was that like confirmed real or was that like a weird, I, People do weird I went so. to
0: her page because like she didn't open it and it said it was like a different color. And so I was like, oh, I want to see that. And so I went to her page and she showed it like in three more or two more videos, but never opened it. And so I was like, is she like, you know, going to keep it sealed or like what's going on? Have you on? checked
1: like, I don't know. I don't know why I'm like being suspicious of this girl and her taylor swift record from walmart but like i don't know that seems it is a little i i think yeah i think if it's true then that's messed up because that's like not that's not the spirit of record store day man you're not supposed to sell that shit at walmart yep whatever what's her label what's what's uh
0: republic records i believe Ah. but anyway um me see the things i've been most excited for
1: Oh, well, I'm sorry. Are, did you have any that you like record store days that you remember? Yeah. Um, th- the one that I was talking
0: about at, at R5 where the guy was talking about reselling, I had gotten Relationship of Command by, at the drive-in that day.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: and then that last Botch EP, those were like the two I wanted that day. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, and so I got both of those. And so that was, those were very cool. Oh, that's cool and trying to think of like I feel like there's stuff that I bought on record store day and then sold and now I regret selling it <laughs> which <laughs> yeah. happened. like there's an Os Montantes like uh, thing that I bought on oh, yeah. record Damn. store day mm-hmm. it was like it was just like a greatest hits kind of collection it was the same CD that you had when uh-huh. I first heard them yeah, the, yeah like orange and yellow or whatever mm-hmm. it was that and like I was standing in line at Amoeba uh, in San Francisco and it was sitting on top of the stacks and I was like, Oh cool. I'd, Cause I had been looking for it and I couldn't find it. Uh-huh. Um, and so I grabbed it, but then I don't know. I, especially back when I worked at Dimple, I would sell shit all the time just to buy different records.
1: Yeah. I was like, Oh, I haven't listened to this. It's a reoccurring story, Danny. I, I know like it every is. Episode. <laughs> every episode where we talk about
0: vinyl. Yeah. I'm you know, talking about how I sold some stuff. Yeah. But, Anyway, they've been a lot of fun. The one at Amoeba was really cool. Like, it was crowded. We got there a little bit late, but I still got everything I wanted. Um, That was in 2011, I think.
1: When you say we, who did you go with? Amanda. Okay.
0: Um, Nice. I had uh, store credit there from all the promos I would take from Dimple.
1: Oh, right, right, yeah. Because I remember
0: talking to, to the owner of Dimple later. Uh, And I was like,
1: oh, yeah, I went to
0: uh, Amoeba for Record Store Day. She's like, why did you go to Amoeba? You could have gone here. And I was like, oh, um, (laughs) oh, we were just in the city that that weekend anyway.
1: (laughs) Nice. Yeah. yeah.
0: (laughs) Anyway, let's dive in. I only got three things that day, and you got more. Um, So I'll let you go first if you want to talk about a record.
1: Um, Okay, I guess... The first thing I'll just talk about mention is I was able to get the, uh, Ramones Pleasant Dreams New York mixes, uh, which is the, uh, same record, but I, and I, it definitely sounds different, but Mm -hmm. not completely different. So I think it's like, uh. Maybe they, it's like the mixes without some overdubs and stuff. Like it's like a little more raw. It feels a little bit more like their earlier albums or something. Mm -hmm. Um, There's some like, I want to say there's like uh, additional like uh, background vocals in a song or two that aren't on the other mix. Mm -hmm. So maybe they just like decided against that or something. I don't know. I actually really like that record. Um, Even though I think it was like a bit of a commercial. Well, I think it was like they were it was the label was like pushing them to be big and Mm. like get bigger. And that was like the whole point of having this record that was like a little more polished and stuff. And it like didn't really appeal to the masses like they thought it would or something. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a good record. So I was excited to hear like a slightly different version of it. And I definitely want to like listen to it a few more times and and like compare and try and like i i tried to find online like a comprehensive like you know sometimes people will do like comparison mm-hmm. kind of things um uh, but you can see there must be too new or ramones fans aren't like beach boys fans where they can like break down <laughs> each like yeah. studio session and take and stuff but uh, yeah it's good the cover is really cool yeah it is a cool cover I would like a shirt with this Ramones.
0: Oh, that logo! Logo on it. That is a I don't good know.
1: logo. I don't know if I've ever seen it on anything else. Mm-hmm. But it's cool.
0: Is it? um I, I pulled it up on YouTube to see what's what's on there, and it it pulls up a bunch of demos. Is it kind of just like demos of the songs e- they ended up recording?
1: I guess it might be demos, Uh, but I'm pretty sure some of them are like using the same vocals Mm. and stuff. Mm -hmm. I could be wrong. I probably am, but (laughs) uh, yeah,
0: Yeah, there's plenty of people talking about it on here. Like, there's unboxing. Yeah, I saw like unboxing
1: videos and like review. Like, I didn't want to like watch a video. I was just hoping somebody. Yeah, yeah i I hate the internet now. I hate when I want to like find information, and all there is its only is in video form. yeah, yeah and then it's like, who knows if that video actually has the information you want or if it's just <laughs> a person that's like trying to get views or whatever. yeah, like I don't yeah. need to watch some dude open a record and <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but anyways. Um, do you want to play anything off of that? No, I don't think it's like worth, like I said, it didn't like sound super, super different. Different, And there wasn't like a standout like, oh, wow, this is yeah a whole cool new version or anything. (laughs) But, um, yeah, it's, it's pretty neat. Cool. Cool. I'm probably going to play stuff off of all of mine.
0: Um, I will do, I'll do the one that I had you get for me first. So. We both made appointments at uh Phono Select. I'm telling everyone else. I'm not telling you this. Um <laughs> I
1: know, ding. <Danny. laughs>
0: we both made appointments at Phono Select, uh great
1: record store here in Sac. Um I got to say like phono, if you're going to do Record Store Day, mm-hmm. Phono Select is the way to go with the appointments. It is yeah. so like stress-free and <laughs> they like run they run it really well and yeah. like uh, I didn't get a vibe from the, mostly the other people there that they were like jerks or anything. And, well, uh, I'll talk about that later. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but like
0: Dal was super cool. Like, you know, I had one of the first, you know, the nine 30 appointments, which was, I think about 20 people maybe had nine 30 appointments. Was it nine 30 or 10? I can't remember. It was nine 30, nine 30. But anyway, he was cool. Like, he came out and was like going down the line, like, What are you looking for? And like telling people where to go in the store. Oh, nice. Which was kind of neat. Amazing. Yeah. And then like saying, You know, we didn't get everything. So if there's something that we don't have, let me know and I'll, I'll order it. But anyway, Dal was also really good about posting their setup or whatever. And so I saw that they didn't have one of the records that I wanted. And so. I met Cody at Kicksville, which was a different record store that we go to, and Cody was waiting in line
1: like a patient <laughs> boy. Yeah, yeah. I, I there were records that I didn't see in Phono's flip video that I did see at Kicksville, mm-hmm. so I wanted to uh, go there, including the Amanda Shires thing I wanted, um, and so I may I was gonna I set my alarm to go and get in line at seven. I saw the night before, like, when they closed at, like, 6 p.m. the mm-hmm. night before, people were already in line. And so people camped out. and wild. Uh, wild. I was like, I'm not gonna, like, get that, mm-hmm. like, into it. But yeah. I will try and get up early to get in line. Yeah. And that night, well, early that morning my cat threw up which is weird because it never really happens she like mm-hmm. our, our cats are i don't know compared to our last cats these it, cats have a yeah, much yeah. better constitution but it, anyways so situation. i was up at like at like 5 30 and uh couldn't go back to sleep so i just went and got in line so i got in yeah. line a little bit earlier and now i'm glad i did so I, yeah. it was like a little gift from my cat that they, yeah. they threw up and, and thanks kitty yeah Sorry, just wanted to give a little backstory of why yes, I was like, no, you know, waiting in line and, and had a good spot.
0: Yeah, and so I went and chatted with Cody for a little while. He smacked a mosquito off of my head. That was pretty cool. Oh yeah, <laughs> and I gave him I gave him forty bucks, um, so that he could. Can you be, can you believe the prices of records these days? Um, I can't. So he could get me this Horse the Band record. The Mechanical Hand, their second full-length album. This was the one when I was looking down the record store day list that I was like, oh, shit. I got, I'm going to have
1: to get this. I'm going to have to listen to this and see if this is still something that I like. Yeah, I remember you you, when the list came out, you sent it to me and you are like, oh, man. And I was like, is that hold up? <laughs> and you're like, uh, I guess I should listen to it. And you're like, yep, I still like it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's just, uh,
0: like, I'm not a huge metalcore guy. Like, I like the big names, like the older big names, like Botch, Converge, like those kind of metalcore bands. But, like, when Wait. it comes to the,
1: this kind of metalcore, what? I was just, I, I didn't, I don't know, I never thought of that, them as metalcore, but go on. They were, like, the originators of it, and, like, Zeo. No, 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 I mean, I mean, Horse the Band. Oh, Horse the Band. Yeah,
0: they're totally metalcore. Oh, um, okay. But, like, you know, a couple iterations later, sort of. It's not a huge genre genre I'm into, but it's got the synths. It's got all the Nintendo references. I listened to this band a lot in, like, 2004, 2005, 2006. Like, a lot. And it holds up really well. It's super ridiculous, but I love it. Uh, I found a live video of the opening track, if you want to watch a live video.
1: Yeah, let's okay. check it
0: out. It's from 2009. Yeah, 2009. So it's actually pretty decent quality. Uh, I was watching a little bit before we hopped on. Yeah. Beatcast. Kids on the street. <laughs> Beatcast. Beat Beatcast.
1: Thought the same thing. <laughs> so this is in London in May
0: of 2009. They're chanting Horse the Band, but they're saying Horse the Bund. Horse the (laughs) Bund. Because they have accents. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Opening track is called Birdo. Technically, it's about the character from Mario, but I guess it's also about his uh, stepdad or dad who was abusive toward his mom. Which is something I didn't know until uh, this year. And it adds like a whole different kind of. Because I just thought they were like, I'm going to write a song about Mario 2. I'm going to write a song about Mega Man. Yeah. But I think they're kind of taking some of that stuff and applying it to
1: gotcha. life.
0: Do you remember listening to this band at all? Like, did it yeah. make you listen to them?
1: No, yeah, I listened to them when that this record came out, or when, when you, you got it. I guess I I copied it. Oh, okay, yeah. And I listened to it, and I listened to them with you. Yeah.
0: So yeah, it's <laughs> kind of this like. You know, different version of metalcore, but I still really love the synths And that he plays uh, one of the things that made me like this band a little more is he plays the synthesizers in Korg MS two thousand, which is the one that uh, I used to always play with when you and I would go to Guitar Center and play <laughs> with synthesizers.
1: Yeah. Didn't like every band play that though. Like wasn't that the the one it's you would see? It's not super common. Uh, okay. Yeah. Do they have as far as I know, what? Do they have two singers?
0: No, that guy is just playing a triangle.
1: Okay. (laughs) I remember like thinking this the part that sounds like Mario was Mm. cool. Yeah. Yeah, they're very
0: good at like kind of incorporating actual uh, parts from Nintendo songs Or at least like Making it sound exactly like it
1: Yeah You need to mic that triangle I know I on can't on hear it
0: Bullshit Never did get to see them. We played in West Sac at one point. Whoa. Somewhere.
1: Weird. Yeah. I uh I kinda get them confused with the number twelve looks like you just oh, cause I think sure. it was like around the same time. Yeah, yeah totally. And I remember seeing them at in Roseville at that mm-hmm. weird mm-hmm. church venue. Yeah.
0: I wonder if... The, I feel like Horse the Band would have played there, too.
1: Yeah. Just seeing these guys and their hair and the way they're dressed and yeah, everything is, yeah. like, taking me back to that <laughs> that time. Or, like, yes. a little bit earlier.
0: It's yeah. It's pretty funny.
1: Yeah. It's, like, not the, like funny like scene emo hair or mm-hmm. anything exactly but it's like on its way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel these it's, guys it's, never
0: did that like swoop hair.
1: They always just had like big ridiculous hair. I feel like the drummer almost had swoop hair. He gamut, might have, but yeah. That's okay. I mean I kinda had swoop hair for a while yeah, too. So. Yeah. We all did, Cody, we all did. <laughs>
0: Uh, what's next on Cody's record store day, uh, 2023?
1: Next thing, uh, I finally got a copy yeah. of the Raphael Sadiq record, "The Way I See It," which came out in 2008, uh, which is like 15 years ago. Yeah. Um, I mean, is it 2008? That seems like that sounds about. Tight. I feel like I remember playing these. A couple of these songs on our wedding playlist But maybe not That was 2007 Um, But yeah It's a really good It's a great record It's a fucking great record I don't really remember how I Like Stumbled across Like I'm guessing he was on like A a late night show or something Mm. Um, Or maybe like MTV or something Yeah And uh, because the like this record is a very like kind of like Motown Mm R&B sounding record and the music videos and his like whole like setup for it was very like retro in a very authentic way kind of kind of thing. And that really appealed to me at the time. But the songs are just like really good and his voice is like so good Uh, If anybody doesn't know, I believe he was a member of Tony... He was one of the Tonys in Mm -hmm. Tony, Tony, Tony. That's true. Um, Uh, Whole thing is good. I kind of think a 100 Yard Dash, the second track on side one, is maybe the one I like the most. Okay. If you wanted to play something... Uh, I'm going to play it.
0: Let me pull... Find a little video here. Oh, there's a video for it.
1: Oh, there is? Okay. Apparently. And this is the record I was trying I was listening to when my receiver uh went kaput today, Uh-oh. so that's a big bummer. That is a bummer. I'll always be associated with that. <laughs>
0: I was surprised you didn't have this one already. Cause I got, I found out about him because from you as well. Um, and I bought the
1: record back then, but I was a dimple constantly since I worked uh, there. Oh yeah, well, on the hype sticker on this, it says it's the first time on vinyl since it came out. Yeah, yeah. So I, yeah, I think it I, only I had one press. Probably didn't didn't see it and didn't have the money for it when it yeah. first came out. I probably sold something that i regret now to buy this record <laughs> or you sold this to buy something no right? i still have it I you still, still have, have it, it. yes nice. yeah
0: i love this record um he also came out with a seven inch version where it was like a little box of seven inches
1: oh uh, that's cool yeah and it's funny this he's an artist where i loved this record so much and then i would listen to his other records as they came uh-huh. out and I liked them too but I just didn't yeah, like, I don't know grab onto them in the same way I don't know, I should sit down and force myself to listen to them more because mm-hmm. they're probably all great but I think this was just so surprising to me that totally. I really dug it
0: Yeah, I remember listening to the follow up to this
1: record and it still had the same
0: kind of sound but something just didn't Grab me in the same. Yeah.
1: I wonder uh should I bring my glasses, no. Yeah, he produced it. Mm-hmm. It says Executive Producer, you the listener. Ooh. I haven't got no royalties. I've not gotten
0: any royalties, Mr. Sadiq. <laughs>
1: I wonder. Let's. Uh, I'm gonna look him up real quick. I wonder. I bet you he's like released a bunch of stuff that I'm not even aware of since this came out. Yeah, he's gotta have at least
0: a couple more. <laughs> I know he played um, bass and stuff on the Beyonce record. Like the
1: oh, that's right. That's right. actually he's only released two records since this Hmm. one in 2011 one in 2019 but I think he's been busy doing other stuff yeah I think he's kind of a session
0: musician a bit a producer Mm -hmm. maybe yeah I love that record so much
1: yeah it's really it's really great yeah I'm glad that it Came out again, and mm-hmm. I was able to grab a copy.
0: Yeah. Uh, after you found it, remember when you couldn't find it in the store?
1: Yeah, I like it was. I was blind to it. I couldn't <laughs> see it. It was right, in, right in front of me, but I. It was weird.
0: My next one that I got at Phono Select this time is the album "Change" by the Dismemberment Plan. Uh, there. I was gonna say their final album, but they got back together like in 2014 or something and, and recorded another record. But their last good front to back album, I'll say that. It's a great record. I, I will play a song, I've already, we did. I did an episode on them, but um, I'll play a song that was not on that episode. Uh, song is called Sentimental Man. There it goes. I missed it the last time they reissued it. They reissued it. I think when they got back together, um, and finally got a copy
1: now, so I'm very happy to have that.
0: And finally. Sorry, did I'm you
1: happy say happy. when this? What year this came out? 2002, I believe. Oh. Um,
0: can't remember, but I believe 2002. <laughs> this is really important. Mm-hmm. It isn't there. let the plan. Uh, oh,
1: 2001. Wow. Pre or post 9-11? Um, hmm. I'm thinking pre,
0: but let me see if I can find an exact date here. October 22nd, post nine eleven. 11
1: Man, coming in with the hope yeah. we needed. I wonder if it flopped. It wasn't uh, uh, patriotic enough. Nope. The word plan was too plot- proper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Dismemberment <laughs> plan? Dismembering the towers?
1: Yeah. Shit.
0: Um, anyway, I love this band. I think they're pretty
1: dang great yeah this sounds good i don't know if i've heard this record and i've heard them a few times with Mm -hmm. you and i've probably maybe listened to their albums yeah uh, every once in a while uh to check them out and i don't know i don't think about them very much but this this song sounds really good
0: yeah they're great um Lots of interesting synthy stuff going on, cool drum beats, mm-hmm. um, and the guy uh, has a really great singing voice. Yeah, um, like he's got a lot of range, which is yeah. cool. Yeah. Anyway,
1: what is next on your list, sir? Um, next is uh, the record "Jonathan Goes Country" by Jonathan Richmond. Oh. Um, I think I think I read that this is the first time it has been on vinyl. It came out in like 1990, so maybe at that point it was just like CDs and yeah, and cassettes or maybe it's the first time since then, I don't know. But it's pretty great. The it is not a super country sounding record. It definitely uh sounds more country than like his stuff with like modern lovers or Mm -hmm. something but it doesn't sound it doesn't not sound like a jonathan richmond record to me the first track which is uh since she started to ride has um the uh, steel guitar player from uh buck owens buckaroos uh, Tom Brumley on it, <clears throat> mm-hmm. and that track rules. So I guess if you want to yeah, play one, that. that that would be the one. There's also a pretty interesting instrumental version of y- Your Good Girl's Gonna Go Bad, which is a song that uh, Tammy Wynette made famous. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a cool. I don't. I didn't really know much about this record. Mm-hmm. Um, Until I saw it on the list And then I listened to it And was like I gotta check it out Yeah Uh,
0: Looks like it it was released on vinyl When it came out But it has not been since Okay So first time since 1990
1: Um, The cover's pretty funny Because it's got like a guy Trying to sell him boots (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Yeah It looks like a Country record from like 1970, that you would find you know, well, in a win. thrift store bin yeah. or something, <laughs> kind of.
0: Um, uh, I've never listened to Rocky Richmond the or the really Modern and Lovers and either.
1: Yeah, I like I'm not a Richmond head, head or anything, but no, there's no, definitely. Like that Modern Lover's record Is really 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 good mm-hmm. And then there's songs of his That I really like Um But yeah I'm not like a regular Listener I don't have all his albums I haven't heard all his albums yeah. But I know a lot of folks in SAC Really like him I know he like lives or lived in Nevada City Or something so Kind of sort of local for a bit mm-hmm. Um And
0: yeah yeah i know all those the like people i met through tower through
1: you Um, yeah we're all pretty into him yeah Um, we had a party at our house one time and jay baker played a jonathan richmond song called parties in the usa Uh not to be confused with party in the usa (laughs) yes um and that song is just like absolutely amazing and I listen to that song mm-hmm. kind of a lot because yes. I love it so much but I hadn't heard it until he played it at our house and mm-hmm. was like it's great yeah uh, uh, it's it's uh, real quick it's also just kind of nice because this record you know he's trying to make a country record kind of but he's not like putting on a fake totally, accent or totally, anything yeah. like yeah He's just doing his songs in a country yeah. style or whatever. Yeah, yeah.
0: Cool. That's pretty rad. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't mind if anybody out there listening. I feel like uh, Lindsay would be a Jonathan Richmond fan.
1: Ooh, I bet. I that kind of seems like that might be true. Yeah. Uh, make a make me a playlist. Um, or or Matt. Mm. I don't think I, no? I'm going to guess no, but mm, okay. you can you can leave it in, okay, and we'll see what he says. Anyway, somebody making me a playlist. I'll,
0: I want to listen to Jonathan Richmond or the Modern Lovers. Do they only have one album? Oh, I don't know. Um, Jonathan Richmond and the Modern Lovers. Uh, I don't see that one. Is there a difference between Jonathan Richmond and the Modern Lovers? versus the modern lovers the
1: modern lovers yeah you're right i think maybe um let's see okay yeah okay so that version came out with looks like one album yeah the 72 album that's the one i'm thinking of and then they got back together or 76 or wait, no. Oh, right. Okay, I'm looking at the Wikipedia, and it was recorded in 72 and released in 76. Mm. That's pretty pretty wild.
0: Hm. Oh, okay, it does say two albums. But anyway. Yeah, there's a couple They got here. back together as Jonathan Richman and the Modern Lovers, which is different, apparently.
1: Oh, right. Okay, now that I'm looking at... It's one of those things where I don't remember what is a Jonathan Richmond record and what Uh is Jonathan Richmond and like Nick Cave and Nick Cave and the Bad Season, Bruce Springsteen, Bruce Springsteen, totally, totally, Jason Isbell and Jason Isbell. (laughs)
0: Um, Oh, when I was putting together the Amanda Shires uh, episode, I got that one. I think it was the live version of Swimmer that we listened to. Uh She said uh, something. That reminded me of when you sang for Rock the Light that one time. And she said, uh, this is Amanda Shires featuring Amanda Shires by Amanda Shires or something like
1: that. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it made me... David Paul presents. David Paul presents. Cody Scott in yeah. Charles Albright's Rock the Light or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty good. Pretty good stuff. Pretty good.
0: All right. Next up for me is the one and only... Taylor Swift, folklore, long pond sessions. Um, the other reason, the like, it, it just kind of stacked up. I was like, oh cool, horse of the band. Oh cool, uh, dismemberment plan. And then I got down to the S's for Swift, and I was like, <laughs> oh shit, long pond sessions. That's cool because this is like, it's up there for my favorite Taylor album. I always say that Lover is, but there's no skips. Are you on saying? This album. F- Folk, folklore is your favorite or that actual folklore the, poem, the, the album okay. is my favorite gotcha uh or up there for my favorite um because there's no skips on that album um but like lover which was the
1: first one i really got into there's a couple songs that i tend to skip um, gotcha but anyway, Folk, Folklore is the only album that and it was, you know, I totally fell for the cover art and mm-hmm. the, the title of the record and everything. And that's the only one like that I have listened to more than once and like actually really liked when it came out and I yeah. watched that. Is that that's, that's what the song Sessions yeah. is yeah. from. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, it's really good. Uh, if you like Folklore, you'd probably like Evermore as well. It's very similar vibe. Okay um, But uh, But yeah I was very excited To get this The dudes in line Though That were at That stayed overnight At Kicksville And then came To Phono Select And were just being Really loud About how funny um, It was that people Were buying Taylor Swift records um, Oh yeah were, were super annoying And I was getting Irritated <laughs> at them But I don't say anything Because I'm not Like a confrontational guy Yeah no, that's, um, that's fine Amanda was like because they were saying something about Swifties and the girl that was talking to me earlier was like, well, I'm a Swifty and blah, blah, blah. And Amanda's like, you should have said, uh, yeah, me too, dudes, or something like that. <laughs> you want to fight? You want to fucking fight? Um, but anyway, those guys were loud and annoying and uh, yeah. they irritated me. Don't be loud and annoying, folks. Yeah, That's all I got to say. The song I'm going to play off of this... So we can get this episode banned. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say,
1: make sure to play play a song because no one's ever heard. I want to hear what this person sounds like. Yeah. You really got to get her name out there. <laughs> She's
0: new. My Tears Ricochet is a really great song. We watched this uh, when we went to Boulder City to visit Amanda's grandparents. And we made them uh, sit through and watch it with us. It was pretty good. They
1: didn't hate it. Nice. It's pretty unhateable. I feel like. Yeah. 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 I feel like if this is not considered a live record, that Amanda Shires isn't a live record. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same thing where it's like a live in studio kind of a thing, right?
0: Yes. It's it's basically live in studio. I. and I did consider, like, oh, uh, maybe I don't want to get this because it's just a live-in-studio thing. But then I listened to it a bit, and I was like, oh, shit, i got to get it. Is it on streaming
1: platforms mm-hmm. and stuff?
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can listen to it, or you can rewatch it, obviously. Right. Um, I, it, It's cool that she released it. Uh, I really want her to release... The second half of her 2023 album or 2022 album, I mean, um, "Midnights." Uh, she only released the like original version of it, and then there's the 3 a.m. edition. I want those other songs on vinyl.
1: Uh, okay.
0: I was hoping she was going to do that for Record Store Day, but
1: maybe next time. Maybe next time. Maybe for Black Friday, Record Store Day. Are you going to see her?
0: No. We
1: figured we wouldn't be able to get tickets. So we didn't so you even just try. Gave up. So we just gave up. That's a bad attitude. I know, I know. What would Taylor say about that? Um she'd probably point and laugh at me for being poor.
0: Even <laughs> <laughs> so no, I'm not really poor. <laughs> to her
1: you're, to her, you're I'm destitute. A, I'm a peasant,
0: yes. <laughs> I would I would love to. We were just talking about uh, that because I uh, I came across a TikTok today uh, of a dad that took his his daughters that were six and eight years old uh, 13 years ago to see her, and then he they were like in the car singing one of the songs, the two little girls, Uh, Uh and then he like did a picture in picture or whatever you want to call that, and he's taking his his now you know 13 years older daughters. Yeah. So it's really cute, and I was like, "Oh, I would have loved to take."
1: That's nice. The kids to see her. Yeah, that's rough. Like with kids and stuff, yeah. that's like mm-hmm. you're you're paying like over a thousand dollars. Yeah, I paid like sixty bucks to
0: get Spider-Man tickets today. Spider-Man. Oh. Into the or across the Spider-Verse. Yeah. They went yeah, on yeah. sale today. Oh. Um. But anyway. Next time, hopefully, I'll be born on top of it, maybe. It'll be easier when the kids are older, too. Although, next time,
1: they might not want to go. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how often she comes around. I don't know. Uh, Our friend Rachel is going. Nice. Jerk. (laughs) My niece is going. Oh, cool. Yeah.
0: That's awesome. Yeah i'm sure it'll be great i've been watching a lot of videos of her playing she just played in the pouring rain last night which was pretty cool wow because um, she played in nashville and there's like big storms happening um oh right yeah and so it got delayed like a couple hours but she still ended up playing and it was like an outdoor stadium uh-huh. um did she still have, like, the light-up floors and stuff going? It's, it seemed like she just wasn't dancing as much. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Seems a little dangerous. Yeah. But... At one point they were doing, like, a... What's that? Uh, where the, they all put their arms around each other and they kick, like, a chorus line kind of thing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, I think they were trying to do more in-place yeah. dancing instead of their normal gotcha. running around because it was slippery. Yeah. Nice. Um, but anyway I love Taylor Swift. That's all I got to say about that. Remember when I remember <laughs> when I used to be such a dick about everything? Remember when yeah. I was one of those guys that talked shit outside of the record store? Day? Yeah,
1: I, f- I feel like it's still in you a little uh, bit. It's just yeah. for, it's just it's just for different things now. Maybe. Yeah. Like I'm trying to think of what uh what it was where something came up and you just like went so hard about how stupid it was. Whoa, and I was really? like, yeah. But it was like, cause it was like something punk or like, mm-hmm. or like, you know, something like some modern like thing. Yeah. Uh, I wish I could remember what it was. And I was just like, it's still in him. Yeah. He it's... still has the fire. <laughs> I haven't completely given up yet. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, dude, what's next for you? Uh, next is the, uh, Dolly Parton, The Monument Singles collection from 1964 to 1968. Uh, I hadn't heard most of these songs. This is very, very early in her career. I want to say she's like 18 or 19. Oh, wow. It is great. It's kind of like wild that it got a just like sort of a quiet record store day release. Mm -hmm. Because some of these songs, a lot of these songs, and it talks about it like in the description, it talked about it. And I think in the on the back on the liner notes, it kind of talks about a little bit. They're more like sort of like a doo-woppy R&B like girl group sounding song. Interesting. Yeah and you know you can tell it's dolly but it's also like just a little bit maybe before she totally developed into like what people know mm-hmm, as dolly mm-hmm. like her her voice is there but she's maybe not like giving it like she doesn't have that confidence yet or something i don't know but it's uh it's it's really really good um i think you should play the song don't drop out and towards the i f- assume they're in chronological order and towards the end of the record it's kind of starts getting a little more country you can tell like that's the direction she's going uh-huh. but um yeah some of these songs are just really good all right don't drop out
0: wow that's very like doo hmm Are you going to sign
1: up for that Vinyl Me Please, the uh, Dolly Parton thing? No, because a lot of the records on it are like post-2000 records. Whoa. And then Interesting. The earlier records are ones i I already have, oh. so...
0: Interesting, because it like doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't sound like a dolly. Like you wouldn't expect this to be dolly part, but it totally. You can still hear yeah. her. You know.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Every time I hear this this kind of music, though, I think of um, "Phantom of the Paradise." Ugh. The, like, opening band of Juicy Fruits.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's funny.
0: Man, I did consider
1: picking this record up, and now I kind of wish I did. Yeah, it's... I'm really glad I did. It was a little bit of, like, I was on the fence about Mm -hmm. it. Uh, But I'm I'm super glad that I did. And it's not streaming at oh. least like this this version of it it's not i don't know if you can like you know piece piece it together from like other things uh-huh. uh, that are available to stream but i kind of don't don't think so i was having trouble finding some of this stuff oh, interesting like i think let me double check before i open my mouth <laughs> but um Okay. Never mind. It is. Maybe they just put it up. <laughs> In the last few hours? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but like the c- cover of, like, I wonder what this, what is this record? Or what is this release that it's on? Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, no. Yeah, I think this, I guess maybe there was a Dolly box set or something or maybe it's just was a digital compilation yeah that came out and it's just called dolly from 2009 that like some of these songs are on i see i see but it's cooler to have the record so if you don't have the record you're not a true dolly parton fan and no i'm just kidding (laughs) uh but it's good yeah yeah that was really cool
0: um, those were my only record store day releases I'd have received. I was telling Cody earlier that I thought I had more records that I got since then, but I <laughs> pre-ordered some records that aren't here yet because they're not coming out for a couple months. Um, but I did get one of my, I'm not going to play anything off of it, but I did get one of my top releases of last year, Mount Oriander, uh, uh Bandcamp Friday came up recently and I was like, you know what? I'm going to finally buy it. So this was in my top, this was my number five of last year. Wait, hold,
1: hold it up again. I didn't have the, the window open. Oh, I don't, I don't remember you talking about them, but I'm sure you did. I did. I did. I was probably worrying about my own top 10 list. When <laughs> it's, you, it's the when very we first thing we it. talked about. So
0: yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think I went first. But anyway, I'm finally to, I'm happy to finally have that on Vital. I like nice. supporting that guy cool. and the stuff he does.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. Um, what about you? What's next for you? Um, I think the last thing I'll mention and talk about is the New Riders of the Purple Sage Lyceum 72, which is a live record, which I'm usually not a live record person either. Mm-hmm. This was another thing I was on the fence about, but I've just like on such a like this kind of music kick lately that I decided to go for it. And I do feel like this kind of music, this sort of like uh, stony country music, does lend itself pretty well mm-hmm. to a live record. So this is the one I bought that I, I ended up being like sixty bucks, which oh, wow. I probably wouldn't have bought it if I would have paid attention. Uh-huh. Uh, but it is a three three LPs. It's pretty long, and it's great. Like uh, I was, I've I'm surprised how much I liked it. I've listened to it like. Multiple times, oh, wow. uh, sometimes even in the same day, which is <laughs> kind of rare. Uh, this is, I think, the last night of a tour of, I don't know if it was all Europe or just the UK, with the Grateful Dead. This band is, like, uh, sort of related to Grateful Dead. I believe Jerry Garcia maybe played Pedal Steel for them when oh. they first started out or something, which... I don't think I was aware of when I first started listening to them. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm glad cause I probably would have written them off. I know I am like so close to being a grateful Dead fan. <laughs> I won't let myself do it uh-huh. though. My reasoning has changed. It used to just be that I was like, I couldn't get into it cause like punks don't like grateful day. Sure. Sure. But now it's like, there's just too much. And I know if I go down that path, mm-hmm. it'll It'll be all consuming. Yeah. Yeah. And there's too much like merch. There's too many like records. And then of course all of the live stuff. All of the live stuff. And there's like that I don't know, sixteen-hour documentary about them. I don't don't think it's that long. I have considered watching that. Anyways, this isn't about them. This is about the new writers of the purpose (laughs) Sage. Recording of their last uh performance uh on this tour with them um they are like on fire uh it's great because it's like feels very loose but also like super i guess you can't be loose and tight at the same time it just like sounds like perfect like how it's supposed to sound it's there's a little bit of banter that's like good they seem like funny like kind of like down to earth Guys, kind of just like nerds, like they do really dumb, like Wolfman Jack impressions <laughs> between between songs and stuff. Like they're just Tell like having know. a really good time, you know. Yeah. They do a few songs that are just like I feel like a ton of these bands do, like Truck Driving Man and Dim Lights, Thick Smoke and Loud Loud Music, which are two like really great songs that I love every version I hear. They also do. Uh, two Rolling Stone song, Honky Tonk, Women. Uh, uh, oh, this is women, but the song's called Woman, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, well, there's a misprint on this. Uh There's also definitely a misprint inside too. (laughs) This is one of those records that looks like it was like, like the cover art is not great. It looks like it was done in like Photoshop from 1999 (laughs) or
0: something. Um, Looks like I did it in Photoshop.
1: It kind of, I almost made the joke. Like, it looks like the speeding of the rain. <laughs> totally. Um, but inside in the credits, there's like a, like one of those things where they like, there's like two letters and then like a bunch of spaces before the, oh, before the rest of the word. Like, it didn't, uh, they didn't like hit, re- do a hard return yeah, yeah, or something. Yeah. Anyways, they do uh, Honky Tonk Woman and they also do, um, connection which when i heard it heard that song connection i recognized it and i was like this song is too good like it's either one of those songs that's like so good that i just like instantly feel like i know it because it's so good Mm -hmm. or i've heard it before but i feel like it's kind of both and it kind of has like this like i want to say it has like punk energy to it and it feels weird to have you play like a cover a rolling stones cover but i think i still want you to play the song connection okay from this record it's probably it should be on youtube yeah i found it here and they have like a pedal steel player and stuff and they're pretty country sounding but this song in particular is not Mm -hmm. super country but the energy of it is just great are they like jammy like the grateful dead but like they'll just go off on tangent kind of stuff they don't it doesn't seem like they're jammy to the point of where they like me on meander off mm-hmm. and are, that's just the point of it you know mm-hmm. like they do have some like guitar work and pedal steel stuff that's like kind of like drawn out and interesting but i don't i wouldn't say it's jammy okay okay
0: Yeah, this is cool. I mean, it sounds like '72. Yeah. Sounds like something I would be listening to in the truck with my dad. Yeah, it does have kind of the, like, almost proto-punky beat or something. Yeah.
1: Maybe, like, Elvis Costello or something. Oh, sure like he's kind of has that voice yeah yeah and where are these these fellas from they're from San Francisco oh okay I believe or California Mm -hmm. they were part of that whole yeah 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 that whole thing I can't hear any
0: or is that Pebble Steel
1: No, that's what I was saying. Like, I don't think there's pedal steel on this track. Um, This is not a particularly country sounding Mm -hmm. song. That might be.
0: Kind of sounds like it it could be. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think that is. Um. Yeah, I just, I've really enjoyed listening to the, you know, it's like, it takes a a set that you can listen to all the way through for, like, a live record to really work. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like when you're skipping songs, it loses its uh, magic, I guess, of, like, feeling like you're listening to a live show or whatever, Mm -hmm. so they did a really good job putting this together. I'm sure it's, like, edited and stuff, but um, it's a fun, it's a fun release. That's cool yeah
0: um you said that's the last one you're gonna talk about yeah i think so
1: i think so i mean the other things i got were just the two amanda shires releases and the uh tom tom club lp oh did you end up getting that Um, cool i did get that yeah um i didn't have it and it's a it's a double lp Mm -hmm. and i'm sure it sounds great i haven't i haven't put it on yet but um yeah. It was a successful record store day. It was. It felt it felt successful yeah. and like yeah.
0: Afterward I went home um and I wanted to get a breakfast burrito, but I didn't get one. I just made myself some mm. something similar. But I kinda regret not being like, Hey, let's
1: go get a breakfast burrito.
0: Oh yeah. Should've done that.
1: That would've been good. I didn't even yeah. I think i just assumed you wouldn't want to or something i should have should have hit you up we should have gone to oscars should have gone to oscars next time next year let's this is a pact okay
0: next time everybody hold us to this next record store day cody and i are going to go to record store day and then we're going to go to oscars and Mm -hmm. hopefully it won't make me throw up like it did last time i
1: ate there what Uh are you not an oscars fan we can no i love oscars burritos Oh, okay. I was
0: disappointed that it made me throw up. Oh. It was that time um, when we played at um, Red Museum and you and Brandy came. I remember I had to oh, run off stage right. and go throw up outside. That's <laughs> right.
1: It's because of Oscars. Is it because of Oscars or was it like a combination? I think it was probably too much fog. <laughs> No, but
0: what made, what triggered it finally, because I was just feeling like shit and I could feel it coming, I could feel it coming, and what triggered it finally was our drummer's B.O. Oh. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> <laughs> ran off the stage. That's
1: great. Yeah. And then you came back and played, And then right? I came
0: back and, and finished the set. Uh, the very first chord I played was the wrong chord to play. So that was mm. cool, too.
1: Well, nobody noticed. Nobody noticed, except for and me. I don't think anybody knew that you went through. It. You should have thrown up on <laughs> I stage. I should have. Maybe that would have been. That would have been the most punk. It thing was a to lot do. of puke. Gross. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you should blame Oscars for that. Okay. Blame the fake smoke. There's a lot of. There's a lot of variables. Sure. There's the smoke. You're playing a show. I'm guessing you're at least a little bit nervous. Mm, by that time, maybe. Uh, had we no, we hadn't been this.
0: I think we were in the process of recording an album, but it wasn't. Uh, mm-hmm. We weren't in the studio all day that day or anything. Anyway, I love Oscars. Anyway, it's
1: great. Good. Yeah, it's very Mexican favorite. Very.
0: <laughs> the other record I bought since then that I actually have, by the way, is Beyonce's Lemonade. I bought this one at Barnes and mm. Noble. Mm. Uh, and the record I've been looking for That I have not found yet um, And I just need to get my ass down to Kicksville Because uh, they probably have it But the, <laughs> the Boy Genius record It's really mm. fucking good mm-hmm. I've been listening to it a lot Hey, thanks for listening to this, everybody If you're still listening Yeah Record Store Day Is cool When you get to hang out with your friends If you just go by yourself It tends to be kind of boring
1: yeah yeah but and you have to be your reasoning has to be right you have to be pure of heart <laughs> exactly if you're going for the wrong reasons yeah it's not
0: it's no good it, it's no good uh you're that's why you're gonna eat oscars and then you're gonna throw up yeah because you went to day for the i wrong bet
1: you reasons. i bet you sold records earlier that probably
0: day. that's probably what happened I probably sold a record to buy a record and then threw up all over the place. Bad news. (laughs) Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, Bye-bye. Bye.